Yeah. 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 Yup. What's the name of our podcast? Welcome to the Disagreeers Club, video game <laughs> club podcast about talking about video games. Uh, and we're here together. I can actually see that you have socks on with pineapples on them. I do. And I can see that you have shoes on in my house when I said, hey, uh, do you mind taking off your shoes? Did you say that? Nope. But I I never do say that. I, I really don't care. Should I slip them off? I, I will. Not unless you have pineapple socks on so we can match. Otherwise, no. keep them on because then I'd be upset that my, we don't match. My socks have little green stripes near the toes. But I do see that you have grapes on your arm. Yeah, that's a tattoo. Yeah. Not just actual grapes. Right. Hanging, which would be equally okay. It'd be gross. If I go in to hug somebody, I'd have like grapes popping all over them. Uh, yeah. But some people like that kind of stuff. True. Especially in the holidays. Happy uh, Christmas. And Marriott. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, welcome to the Disagreeers Club Video Game Club. That's the name. Yes. Uh, it's like a book club, but it's for video games, and it's just two people. Two people in front of a fire, which we can't hear this time because we're in the same room. And it's rare when we're in the same room, so this is really great. Uh, it's good seeing you. Good it's to good. see you. Yeah, it is really good. We had a good lunch. We went to, uh, if anyone's from St. Louis, we went to Llewellyn's. Right. Um, I had a big old French dip. Yeah, and I had a cod. And that's that's about it. You had a Call of Duty. <laughs> that's right. I had a Call of Duty sandwich mm-hmm. with tartar on it. And it was good. Um, we're still talking about Death Stranding. We're going to do yeah. three. I think we mentioned we were going to do episodes three and four last week. I think we should do a little bit of five because we're both in episode five. So we could talk about what we're doing right now. So yeah. it's really three, four and five and a quarter. We're taking it a little bit at a time. Yeah. Why not? It, yeah, why not? It's a it's a good game. I don't know how your feelings have changed for it. Have your when you first started, you were telling me how much the game meant to you, yeah. as in like you really like hiking, so it yeah. was really calling to you. Have have your feelings changed over no, time? Okay. No, that part I still love. And uh I, I think I mentioned to you on the Discord, like I I wanna like do trucking simulator now. And I oh, wanna yeah. do I wanna play Mud Runner. Yeah. Which is that like mudding game and it's on um it's on Game Pass, so I'm definitely going to play it. Um, oh, yeah. But no, I really like this game. I, the last time we talked about it, I was I was being cautious for you on your okay. behalf because you were saying that it was your game of the year, and I was like, <laughs> "Hold on, you're only a few hours in. You might get tired of of like taking things from one place to another, which is the bulk of what you do in this game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With with plenty of except, there's more to do in this game, but a lot of the time you're spending going from one place to another where there's no other characters around. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And I, I think my feelings of it being my game of the year are still v- true in my heart of hearts. Heart of hearts. I don't know what that means. It's a, the heart that's... like So your heart beats your blood throughout your body? Yeah. What beats the blood throughout your heart? A tinier heart that's inside there. So that's when, right. That's what that is. So when <laughs> people say my heart of hearts, that's what they're talking about. And traditionally, uh, that just means that they they really mean it. So what happened to the Grinch? His heart was three sizes mm-hmm. too small. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
and then it got too big and it got too big and his heart he had an enlarged heart and then and the he sequel to to the exploded and yeah. died yeah yeah they didn't really show that one well do you want to get right into death stranding or do you want to talk about other video game things this is a video game club after all there are no rules we don't have a large no. listener group uh expecting no. one thing or another from us at this point so as long as <laughs> yeah. we're just talking do you want to talk about other games before we talk about death stranding uh yeah, sure. Because um, it's the end of the year, the end of a decade. I'm trying to think if I've even... I guess Pokemon Shield, and I'm going to say it in a different way because I'm playing Shield, so to me it's Pokemon Shield and Sword. Um, nice. To, uh, to you, it's Sword and Shield. No, I'm playing Shield, so... Oh, you are? Yeah, and even okay. if you want to be alphabetical, it's, it's Shield and Sword, but... That's true. All the promotional material is Sword and Shield. Yeah, for some reason. There are the, always two Pokemon games. One's always blue and one's always red. I not to get political, but we both chose red, but we're not red in our tiny hearts. <laughs> we're not red in our hearts. I'm not a registered uh, Republican or Democrat, yeah, to be right. fair. But uh, but uh, yeah, no, I, I I chose it because of Galarian Ponyta. That's why I chose mine. Yep. Yep. Hey, high five. We're close Across. enough. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, I, you know, Tim Rogers does a really great video on Pokemon where he talks about the psychology of making you choose before you've even bought the game. Yeah. And the fact that two out of the three choices involve you getting the game yeah, <laughs> and one right. doesn't. And and you're already starting yeah. to buy in and you're already choosing your starter and you're already like... He gives like all of it, the reasons he had when he was a little kid for picking each, each version. It was like diamonds yeah. are more valuable than pearls, yeah. so I'm going to get diamonds. So like, you know, it's it's a great bit of That's marketing funny. and uh, confidence boosting to to give you that decision. Speaking about pearls, I just learned that the uh, band Pearl Jam might be named after sperm. So yeah, that was I'm, interesting. Well, <laughs> learn. I learned Steely Dan was named after a uh, a vibr uh, or a, not a necessarily a vibrate, but you know, yeah. a, a, a woman pleasure object, a sex toy of some kind. That's I did not know it. that. You go to Amazon, you type in woman pleasure object. Yes. And a Steely Dan Clearly, I know what I'm talking yeah. about when it comes to these things. But, but only the albums show up when you type that right. in. Right. Well, women love Steely Dan. Yeah, I mean, right. it's 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 yeah. been proven. Hey, 19. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, so I chose Shield. You chose Shield. Yeah. Um, we also, like, they have a different gym in there, right? It's... Right. Uh, I think we get the emo gym or something, the scary gym. We get like that ghost gym. Yeah, I like yeah. that gym. Oh, I did too. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, area is really cool. I wish there was more to it because they didn't, wasn't that the area that didn't have, yeah, it was just like an alleyway, right? Uh, that Pretty you're much? thinking about the dark gym or the dark type gym, the team yell, oh. uh, Marnie's, oh, yeah. Marnie's brother. So which one was the ghost one? Was that the neon? So I don't area? remember the name and that's yeah, shameful. I didn't know we were going to talk, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was like a little kid with a mask. Mm, mm-hmm. Kind of cool looking. I like that. Yeah. I wish we could own that mask. Sure. It's like, a, could... it was like a shy guy mask, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, so Pokemon I thought was good. I really liked the monsters, the music I really loved, um, you know, the story was not great. It's a Pokemon story. <laughs> it was, but yeah, it was the same story that's been in every game. Yeah. And then um, the content was sort of limited. Uh, I liked the wild area. It wasn't a great game, but it was like pretty good. And yeah. it was Pokemon, so I had fun. Yeah. I w so I'm not like heavily invested in Pokemon. The first Pokemon I played was X. Um, and then I played wow, the crap. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. X on 3DS. Yeah. Um, because when my daughter That's like was one of born, my least favorite. Oh, ones. really? Yeah. I never finished it. 
because uh-huh. I didn't have fun about halfway through. I was bored. Uh-huh. Um, but I thought it would be a great time for me to play a Pokemon game because my daughter was just born and I needed something to do while I was feeding her milk, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, you know, breastfeeding. I know that you me. do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was one of the first, uh, to do that. Um, it was a weird Barnes Jewish hospital. Yep. Uh, thing that they did to me. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, why you have stains all over your Pearl Jam shirt. right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Around the nipple area. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, what was I talking about? X. Yeah, Pokemon I, I X. definitely <laughs> took you off there. Sorry. Uh, so, yeah, that was the first one I played. Um, and then I didn't finish it. Then I played mm. Sun and Moon and loved Sun and Moon. And mm. I finished that. Mm-hmm. And then I played Go and finished that. So mm-hmm. I've only finished two Pokemon games, which I got to turn that off. You're talking about Let's Go. Yes, Let's Go. Okay. Um, not Go on the phone. Uh but yeah, I finished those two games. I was really excited about Shield. I'm still playing it. I never finished it. Yeah. Um, I'm in the ice area. It's snowing. Yeah, you're pretty That's close to am. the end of like the main story. Yeah, I finished and... all the gyms. So mm-hmm. I got to fight Rayhan or whatever his name uh, name is. I don't know his name. Sure. Uh, you're the brother of your stupid oh. hop. Lion, uh, Leon. Leon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Rayhan was Leon. like the last gym that I just fought. Yeah, he's the, the guy with the weird guy. orange hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I thought that the gym leaders had pretty good personality, and uh, yeah, and I liked all the songs. Um, Hop, I, I think I we already talked about like how much I really like you. You fight Hop again, obviously in in the uh, at the end of the game, and you get a super cool yeah. stadium version of his song that I really really enjoyed. Um, I'm excited about getting to that point. Yeah, yeah, and then so I so anyway, it's like good. It's good. Uh, what what other games did you like this year? When we talked about our top five, I don't think we did a top ten. I think we did a top five in the first episode. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. Like, it's Death Stranding and Luigi's Mansion 3 to me are... The same equal. game. It's same they're just this, they're fucking They're exactly game. the same. Hideo Kojima. <laughs> they both have a backpack. They b- Yes. Yeah. They're both walking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's yeah, about no, it. I, my brother loves Luigi's Mansion 3, and, he, and it looks... I played like five minutes of it. So it felt though. so good. I loved all the animations. Mm-hmm. I liked the environments, the puzzle solving. The music, of mm-hmm. course, is top-notch, which for me, like... I, I'm going to say... I'm going to talk about music in any game we talk about. This is after the Game Awards where Death Stranding won for music. Yeah. Death Stranding has cool pop soundtrack and some good, like... Uh, other BGM and background sounds and, and songs, but um, there were just a lot of good music this year. Fire Emblem. Oh had my gosh! Dope oh, Fire music. Emblem was so good, so good. Oh, yeah, that's another game I really liked this year. Me too. Um, now I played way less this year than I did in previous years, mm. um, but like I enjoyed Call of Duty. Uh, I think that was my favorite one of the series because it kind of goes back. It's. I'm not running on walls. I'm not jumping on walls. I really like the basic experience. Now, if they can make a Call of Duty where on multiplayer they get rid of the uh, the how, what do you call those um, abilities? Like you kill three people, you get an ability to call in a n- nuclear strike if you kill twenty one in a row or something. Like, get rid of those. I just want to shoot and kill. No abilities. I just want a very basic experience with that. With the Call of Duty feel, that would be perfect for me. They don't have like that as an option game mode? No. Uh, it was like a option for a little bit in the previous game, but even then, 
I think it still had some ability to it. So it didn't really yeah. strip it down. I want it stripped down. Gotcha. Um, I think I spent most of my year playing Switch games, which was yeah. a first since I got the Switch. Right. Um, I just really enjoyed the experience. Every time a game came out, I, I pretty much finished every game I got, except for Dragon's Quest, which I need to do. Um, Dragon, Dragon Quest Eleven. Dragon Quest Eleven as yeah, yeah. Echoes of an, an Elusive Age Definitive Edition. I love it. Yeah, and, it's but good. I can't I, finish it yet. I played it and beat it, and I think that's part of the reason. Like, I really enjoyed Fire Emblem Three Houses and Dragon Quest Eleven this year on the Switch, and having that level of production value. Yeah. Okay, Fire Emblem doesn't look great, but it for it's as fine. for as big yeah it's fine, and for as big as it is, the voice acting is really good. Yeah. That I mean, voice acting every little bit of dialogue in that game, something like Pokemon yeah. comes out, I need Pokemon well, to be voiced. Fast forward to the gym leader you were talking about, who is Marnie's brother. I can't yeah. remember his name, but he's like having a concert before you battle him. Yeah. And he's literally like awkwardly silent, tapping his toe. Right. And they, they have the sound for his toe hitting or Tap. his foot hitting the ground. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was... I, I never before played a Pokemon game and wanted voice acting as yeah. much as I did this year. And it's just because Dragon Quest had not fully voice acted, but the voice acting that was there was at least interesting yeah. and engaging. And then Fire Emblem had mostly really good voice acting with some exceptions. So, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. That was that was cool. Yeah. Um, did you get any good games on sale? Uh, We're having these winter sales. As we record this, there's all these winter sales going on. There is. And I was very protective over Black Friday of my wallet because every year I bought stuff and never played the game, just added to that backlog of stuff like everyone does. Because you say, oh, it's Black Friday. I'm going to buy something. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't this year. I didn't buy any games. And then uh, right now there's a big winter sale on Steam and stuff, and I still haven't bought anything. However, I'm really interested in so i got really into moonlighter and all these like sort of top down 8-bit roguelike games and building certain things and stuff and um there's like a graveyard keeper game out on steam that looks good that and looks it fun. is really cheap right now and the new dlc for it or the new free content you build a tavern and just like manage a tavern so it's got that management aspect that i liked in moonlighter with owning a store so now i feel like i'm gonna buy that but no i haven't bought anything yet Did dude you? you know what has saved me a lot of money i think in my head mm. this could have this could not be true but i think it's true game pass because yes. I, I have game pass for pc it's 4.99 yeah and it's like over 100 games yeah, yeah. And most of them are like good or great yeah which is crazy like they really did a great job picking the games um but I would have bought a I would have bought a bunch of games on sale. Yeah. What turned out is that I didn't buy a lot of games on sale. I did buy Solitaire for Switch. I did buy that after you told me about it. Dude, it's I good. I didn't play it yet though. It's okay. But so yeah, it I like Solitaire. I like it a lot. I bet next year when when I do the uh, top five <laughs> games you played this year with yeah. Nintendo, like you Solitaire. do on their website, uh, that's gonna be on there. Yeah. Uh, because it's like a nice. <laughs> if I'm watching something, it's a fun thing to do to just pass the time. Yeah. And then this solitaire game, it's called Klondike Solitaire. This is like not something you do a podcast about. <laughs> the the it's got like you unlock different card backs, card faces, uh -huh. different tabletops. You can tilt the tabletop or look oh, at shit. it straight on, which is better if you're doing handheld to look at it straight on. Uh, it's got 
like diff- the tables have different lighting. Oh wow! And um, it's re- the presentation is great. I so love it. So hard mode is you can't see your cards at all. Yeah, no, there's no hard really mode. In fact, the the <laughs> gameplay options are even less than what you would get on like Solitaire and Windows ninety five. Okay. Uh, so I I wish <laughs> there were more options to change the gameplay. It's always it's, it's basically like v- Vegas scoring or mm. standard scoring, and then that's it. Maybe yeah. I think that's it. So um. Anyway, it's like a good <laughs> solitaire game. Uh, and then other than that, like once I get home, I'm going to play Mutant Year Zero on yes. Game Pass. I'm going to play Ori on Game Pass. I'm going to play Cuphead on Game Pass. I'm going to play... Um, I-, I could keep going. I already mentioned like Mud yeah. Runner and other things I want to play. Uh, I'll play um, Outer Worlds again. I'll do another run of that. Yeah. So I haven't bought a lot of games, and a lot of games I would have pulled the trigger on are like Dead in Vinland for Switch, mm-hmm. which was on sale. I would have bought Slay the Spire on Switch, except I already have it on Game Pass. So. Oh, yeah. Nino Cooney. Didn't you get that? Did you I get did that? not buy it. Okay, no. I did get it. Yes. So. I'm going to get if it. If we're going to, okay. Yeah, if we're going to we play gonna that together, that. I'll play it. I, yeah. I, I want to, like, I also have been looking on eBay for it, and mm. I've already seen it cheaper than the 35. Oh, wow. Okay. So as much as it would be nice to have it on Switch, I would get it on PS4. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll buy whichever version of it is cheapest when I need to get it, and I'm keeping my eye on it. But, yeah. yeah, I want to play Nino Kuni 2. Yeah, we're I mean, going to do well. that. I have Nino Kuni 2, and I've been playing that. Um, I did play that this year, I guess. Okay, it's... tell me something about Nino Kuni 2. So it's... It's got the art style of Nino Kuni one. Right. No, I mean, are you the president of the United States? In yes. That oh, I was <laughs> yeah. gonna say because I heard that and I was like, that sounds great. With a gun, yeah. like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how you start the game. Um, you go through like a that remind you're in the limousine, and an attack happens, and you go through a portal, and you end up in this fantastical world, uh, with other creatures and stuff. So yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You are the president of the United States uh, with a gun. Um, Spoilers. It's a good game. It gets to a point where they try to mix genres where I thought it was a little too tedious for me at the time because this is the time of year where I was playing too many games at once. So I couldn't focus on that, and it was requiring too much focus, so I stopped. Yeah. Um, but I need to go back and finish it. Uh, but, yeah, speaking of Nino Kuni... Our plan was to play Death Stranding, talk about Death Stranding, then go to Nino Kuni 1, and then talk about Nino Kuni 1. Even though it's an old, older game, but we have no rules here, why are we going to talk about new no games rules. all the time? No and, rules, and you know, yeah. we don't necessarily have to do that one next, although I'm totally open to it because yeah. I want to play it. So Yeah, we might even talk about a book sometimes. We, we don't know. Yeah, Ready Player One. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, just that kidding. would be a fun discussion, though, um, to do the book and the movie. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, let's get let's get back into it. Let's we get got... into it. Death Stranding, we talked about episodes one and two, and then I was uh, ahead of you. I think you're ahead of me now. Yeah, um, but like five minutes maybe. So yeah, we, we had talked about how episode three was mainly getting to the big map, and then the game sort of saying, all right, get out there, and you start to unlock different way stations. Yeah. And... Uh, this for me was when the game I had already really enjoyed traversing the map. When the when the map got bigger and there got to be more different kinds of uh, obstacles and the and the streams and rivers and rocks and mountains right. and everything got more uh, aggressively uh, harder to get through. I really enjoyed that. I 
yeah, it's it became more of a puzzle for me, and I spend way more time, and I love and I love it. I spend way more time zooming in all the way on the map, and you can see if you learn from playing the game by at this point in episode three, you should be able to see the map and tell that the darker spots depending on the spot, but the darker spots are easier to, to traverse. When you start seeing the lighter spots, it means that's like a little hill. A little or protrusion. A, yeah, exactly. So um, you can make this your own path with waypoints. We talked about that before. And I spend way more time doing like a very detailed path. And I follow it because I have this personal thing where I like taking a bike, the reverse trike, and I solely ride on i don't walk i take the bike i don't care what kind of uh terrain it is i challenge myself to get through the terrain with that bike no matter what and i end up doing it and it is getting to where you need to go with that personal challenge is so rewarding and fun for me that i think so yeah i i can't get enough of it and i really thought that would be the most boring I thought this would be the most boring game ever made. You said tedious. Yeah, I still think it's a very... I think it is a very tedious game. The game, game. has tedium in it. Yes. Yes. I think it's tedious in the fact... Let's talk about it. So, like, it's rewarding. We both think it's rewarding to traverse the terrain. Um, we both like it doing separate things. You like actually hiking without vehicles. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask if you have the speed skeleton. I do, but I don't use it. Oh, that thing... Is, so, I don't... What I would say about that is I think it's really fun to use, yeah. but because its weight capacity is lowest out yeah. of the skeletons and because it's risky to use in a lot of cases, right. I don't end up using it as much. But as far as like actually ways to get around the map, mm -hmm. it might be the most fun because yeah. you run really fast, yeah. you jump really far, you have a double oh, jump. Oh, I didn't know it. You have a double jump with yes, it? Yes, yes. And I think you might have a double jump with Power Skeleton too. You, oh, that's the one I'm using. There's so much in this. This game is so 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 weirdly detailed in terms of how much, and I say weirdly, and I mean it, in terms of how much control you have over the character, how much little tech there is yeah. in this game. Yeah. In fact, and that goes back to the huge glossary we talked about last time, where there's just so much to know that it's easy to miss things. And yeah, double jump is one thing. Yeah. Um, speed skeleton is a blast to run around with. And uh, I'm hoping to, I don't know if I could do like an all speed skeleton run. I don't know. But it would be really funny. Yeah, it's just like, it's just fun, um, fun stuff. Uh, so, chapter three, you're encountering that for the first time. And then you start to build out your roads for the first time. Right. Yeah. And so, I talked to you on Discord about this. Uh, we're at the same place now, I'm a little ahead of you. And I didn't know I was doing something wrong for a long time, which it might not be like you're probably wrong. ahead of me in story, but then I right. might have more stars on my thing. Yes, you yeah. were doing a lot more side stuff. Yeah. I'm mainlining because I want to see the story play yeah. out fast. Yeah. Uh, but I might be taking my time now because I feel like I'm going too fast and I'm actually enjoying what I'm doing. Well, and what's cool is you can like you can camp out for a little bit and be like, okay, I'm not going to do the story mission, and yeah. you can just do everything else. Yeah. Oh, and there's like, it's not hidden, but if you check your email, people ask you to do things that aren't showing up at terminals as orders. So like you go, if you haven't played this game, I don't even know why you're on this podcast right what now. What are you doing? Go play the game or just, you know, turn us off. Or listen, just listen. Yeah. yeah, you might. You might like the sound of our voices. Yeah, that's right. Um, 
So, so if you go to a terminal, that's where you typically get your main mission or a side quest, or you could send a bot to do a side side quest. Oh, okay. You got the bots. Like, yeah. how funny was that when the bots come out at first? So great. I love that. I yeah. just, I laughed. Yeah, I, I and it. I send them all the time. They've failed a few times. Have sure. you had yours fail? Yeah, I think, broken. It, I think it's based on the whether the route you've sent them on has like roads and, sure. and oh, structures okay. and stuff. I think. I could be wrong. Huh. Yeah, I didn't really pay attention to that. I just know like when they it says they've completed their job, I'll see that they've damaged something too much or whatever. But um, so, yeah. I, I like I, how they hum a little song when they're walking out. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's, they're so awesome. I just lost it. That was so good. Um, so anyway, if you look at your email, you get like even deeper quests from people who need you, who are like saying mysterious things that really yes. make me want to check something out. So uh, having in episode three, having unlocked the next area, you get an email from someone talking about the previous area saying at the incinerator, there's a bright light and they don't know what the light is. They were too afraid to go check it out themselves to go check it out. They want you to go check it out. So now I have this yearning to go back an area to go check out this bright light. I don't know what it is. Now I've seen, I haven't done it yet, but I've seen two emails reference a bright light. And uh, have you, did you go back and check it out? I've seen the, I've seen the emails. So I had gone back to the first area earlier because I got, zip lines okay yeah i got those and then i was like those are i just want to i want to completely i want to go backwards and just play with zip lines so yeah. i set up zip lines to get to the um is it the it's not the timefall farm it's the one in the first area where you have to go through the woods oh it's, that's the uh oh man is that the wind farm wind farm yeah yeah uh and it's the worst because it, i mean it's very cool yeah like that area is really sick but Steep. If you're constantly having to go back there to, to complete missions, yeah. it's a bit of a slog. So setting up zip lines idea. to bypass all that mm -hmm. was really hard, actually, because it's a it's like a canyon, not a canyon, but a valley, mm -hmm. and um, it's steep on each side. So it was kind of rough to get it done, but yeah. it was fun. And once I did that, I felt really good, and I did zip lines in other places in the first area. But there's BTs in that area, too, right? Isn't yes. there like a big area of BTs? Right in the middle yeah. of those woods. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I was going around, basically. Okay. Um, and so, I don't know. I just did a bunch of zip lines, and then I was like, I guess I'm going to get five stars with all these stations in the first area. And I had not even found the, uh, and this may be a spoiler for you, but the musician in the first oh, area. Oh, no. I don't know who I, that is. I had not found him before, and I got a special item from him that I What'd was really pleased with. You want me to spoil it? Yeah, I need to know so I can... You need to go back and get it. You get a harmonica. Can, what do you okay? So you could play it. Yeah. So if you play it, do other players' harmonica play after you play it? Uh, no. But, okay. But B, BB really likes it, and oh. and what? Oh, well, I mean, it's. Worth I ended it. up BB getting this it. harmonica, and then later on, when I was back in the the bigger map, uh, I had traveled into the snowy mountains, and I was, you know, I was in this really rough to to pass area. And I just paused for a moment and rested. Mm -hmm. And I was like on the uh, this cliff face and there was a waterfall and there was snow. And I had BB and I was just playing the harmonica and I was like, none of what I'm doing right now is advancing anything, <laughs> yeah. but it feels so good. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, check out the harmonica. I think okay. there are some other things I've, I've missed. So when you, if you go to a station, you get five 
you get it is five stars, right? If you perfect it, that's right. Um, do you get anything for that once you get to five stars for you? Like, let's say I go to a station, get five stars. Do they give me something? So I think that um, it depends on the station. The, yeah. There's a guy called the engineer in the second area you've almost certainly interacted with. Yeah. And I have five stars with him. And now anytime I complete a mission for him, which you don't, there's no reason to do more missions for them really when mm-hmm. they have five stars. But sometimes I'm just headed that way. So I pick yeah. something up. And whenever I complete a mission for him and I get, I want to get legendaries. Okay. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, yeah just because I don't know that there's any reason to, but um, whenever I complete a, a legendary mission for him, at least he gives me a, a custom hematic grenade, which is stronger oh. than the regular ones. So I think that with different stations, once you get them to five stars and you do a mission for them, that they give you a, a cool supply. Item. Oh, nice. Um, okay. So that's yeah. worth it. Yeah. I, I find myself, so I challenge myself to get around BTs as much as possible. Sometimes they force you to go into an area with BTs. Yes. And I never like it. They're stressful because it's stressful, and you have to slow down. Yes, and they're bo- and it, it's like stressful and boring at the same time. Right. Yeah. But I still have my trike, so it's like sometimes it's easier to get through there if you have the trike because you, depending on the um, terrain, sometimes they, sometimes they grab you. Yeah. If you have bad terrain, it's easier for the BT to grab you. Then they pull you off the bike because the bike is being pulled down. Uh, and then everything falls off your back. So right. that is really bad to get in. Um, so if BTs happen and I'm on my bike and the terrain is pretty smooth, I'll stay on the bike because I can get through pretty quick. But if I find that there's a bunch of rocks around, I get off the bike and start walking. There you um, go. And yeah. if you're if you if it is an area that you have to get into because there are BTs everywhere, yeah. One thing you can do is get grabbed and then fight and kill the big guy so if you have enough hematic grenades does it happen does the big guy come out every single time it it depends on where you are okay and sometimes there's bigger ones that are just there okay like i there's a there's one place with bts um north of the collector actually not collector north of the engineer okay and um I was going through there one time just to get ceramics because there was a ton of, mm. ton of ceramics there. Mm. And uh, there was, I looked up in the sky and there was a BT. It looked just like a normal BT, except it was way farther away than I thought. Huh. And it was bigger. Wow. And I had to throw like five grenades at it to kill it. And then it, you know, it spawned a ton of chiral yeah. crystals. But what I'm talking about is if you get grabbed on purpose, Mm. The big like lion or dolphin or right. whatever BT yeah, yeah. will come out. You can kill it, and then that area is clear for a while. Okay, okay, it, like, that's happened to me up. one time. So right. I didn't know if that happens every time, but apparently it does. Um, I've only had one giant BT, but that's a story based BT, mm-hmm. uh, which was like I forgot what it looked like. It was a spider looking thing, maybe I don't I remember. Think, it had so a lot the of first legs. one I encountered was like a giant lion looking thing with maybe like that's tentacles coming off of its head. That, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, I think I think that the BTs look so cool, and, yeah. the, and the monsters look cool, and like the black ink stuff. Yeah. Um, the actual battle of it is a little less interesting because basically you either just get away or you throw grenades. Right. Yeah. And the enemy isn't super hard, but I don't think I think the point of those things is to more so be a, a an obstacle. Yeah. Than a, like an interesting fight, and that may change as we move on. There might right. be harder 
um, just options. like the mules have gotten harder. Yep. Once you get into this episode five, but we'll get there in a but little bit. But there are always like. I don't know, more sly ways of dealing with them. Right. And I think the game really pushes you in the direction of, you know, just use this gun to like, there's the grappling hook gun. Yeah. That's pretty fun. And then I think the combat, like the hand to hand is pretty fun. Yeah. Once they get guns, uh, it's less, I mean, it's less interesting because. Yeah. That's episode five. And that actually frustrated me knowing that they get guns now. And, but you do, you get an option of dealing with that too. You can build armor, yep. but if you put armor on, then you have less places to attach equipment in True. your blocks of uh, containers and yeah. cargo. But then so, you also get like stuff for your backpack where you can put the blood yes. bags and you can put the grenade pouches on. Yeah. 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 That's great. So an episode, I think that happens in episode three where you could customize your backpack and I made all the grenade attachments I could because that's how I was primarily fighting BTs. I, I've seen a lot of people do that because I'm on yeah. Twitch all the time, like a like a you know like a goblin, and I see a lot of people just do grenade pouches because it's yeah. the most useful. I did put a battery on because I don't know, right. it just felt nice to have extra battery. So I want to know. Let's get into some of the deep, like the story part of episode three. So we start finding out. Maybe episode two, but I know episode three, they talk a little bit about this some more where your blood is the reason why you can fight BTs now. So you have the grenades, you get some guns that shoot blood bullets. You are sacrificing yourself. You're, you're like a Jesus character where you're using your blood to um, save others, technically. Yeah. And... um. I want to know, at this point, we don't know why that is, but do you have any ideas on why that could happen, or have you been spoiled and you uh, actually know? I don't know a lot. I, so okay. I think it has to do with his Dooms situation. So they haven't explained Dooms. They just say right. the word Dooms. They what does say that it even a lot. mean? They say Dooms a lot. Uh, well, it, I mean, it has to do with your status of like life or death status. Which the blood thing, it, it's just so consistent with everything else so far in this game, which is so exploitative. Like, there are, if you think about it, enemies are either addicted to um, delivering, which is essentially what <laughs> yeah. you become right. when you play the game. Oh, shit. I'm uh, a mule. <laughs> oh, no. So, so you become a mule. No, yeah. but so that's, that's like provocative. And then, yeah. and then the BTs are ghosts. Are, are you know they're like ghosts well which, they are they're they used to be us they used to be they're us they're dead so and now like, they're that's something haunting. people are afraid of and, yeah. and have have we have fears about and it's it's very mysterious death is very mysterious to us so there's that then there's the whole baby as you're always carrying a baby with you mm -hmm. and so the the game isn't just pulling on your heartstrings it's like yanking on them yeah and in very uh, unfair ways and I, i'm saying all this i like it okay yeah, yeah. so the idea of you know, your blood being important and it somehow being an answer to the BTs is like you said, it's, it's like we have religious uh, connections with that. Right. But that's just rooted in us. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, I know people who see blood and they just can't handle it. Yeah, yeah. So you're pointing at me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, uh, and, and, uh, I, but you're not my only friend who, yeah. who is like that. I've, well, that's, I've many if friends. I see my own blood, I can't handle yeah. it. Other people's blood. You, you could be bleeding to death. I'd be laughing. Wow. My own blood. I will <laughs> I would be faint. My, well, at least, at least you'd be happy. You know? Yeah. Um, but I, I just, I, I, 
although I don't understand the dooms thing yet because I'm just in chapter five. Yeah. I don't understand. I, I understand a little bit about it, but not enough to talk about it yet. So how did you say it again? What were your words? You said dooms is your not connection to life and death. It's your status. It's, your, it's like your status because you're not, you're not, obviously if you have dooms, you're not like you or I when it comes to death. Right. Because you can come back to your beach mm. and you're, you're sort of immune from death. Okay. So, um, right. Okay. That's which, right. Because w- Norman Reed is our character, which is another uh, messianic type of a yeah. feature for him. Uh, Sam Bridges is known to have this one of a kind ability where he doesn't die. He comes back. Right. I, it's not one of a kind. Right. But not everyone has, it. but it's rare. It's yeah. quite rare. Yes. Okay. So in fact, well, it's rare to even be alive in this world Yeah. because most true. people, most people died. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Okay. So, Dooms, I, the way you said it made me think, oh, maybe it's like a cancer and it's bad, but... It's called Dooms. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. So, and Kojima is not necessarily one to be subtle about things, so maybe Dooms is a bad thing because you're doomed. Well, he's he's not subtle, but he also isn't, like, I expect lots of twists. Yeah. Yeah, And there already true. have been, you know, hints at them. Oh God! We'll get to it when we get to uh, when we start talking about episode five. In and by the way, I think that Mama has dooms, or she has, has to. Her status, her her okay, her death life status. There's something going on there. Uh, okay. Since you just brought up Mama, let's bring it up. You first meet Mama in person, and so Mama is like. I'm going to bring up Metal Gear. Mama, to me, before I met her in person, was going to be just like, um, who's the guy in Metal Gear that created all your stuff for you? He, like, created all the gadgets. He was a scientist. I forgot his name. Yeah, right. To me, that's who Mama is. I don't know if that's true, but um, she seems to be technologically advanced, and she's the one who has the answers to stuff. So we meet her in person, and she's got... A freaking BT baby connected to yeah. her. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was so cool and disturbing. Yes. And it's like crying. The lights are going in and out and you're confused. <laughs> um, Sam Bridges is, doesn't know if he should kill it or something. Um, but she is the mama of this BT baby that um, she was giving birth to. And then the ex- the death stranding happened. Uh, an explosion happened. She got caught under the rubble during birth, gave birth to a dead baby that was still attached to her. So this is how she has this baby. And uh, you see it, and um, it's disturbing. So now that's mama. (laughs) And uh, I don't know what that means, going forward but yeah, um, we are just a couple chapters away from being able to <laughs> understand this a lot better i feel like i hope we can understand stuff a lot better i hope some of the things get answered like yeah um well and yeah. i'm just constantly reminded any t- like what percentage of games do you play that were made in japan that are story driven that have some n- nuclear weapon or or like nuclear holocaust type under undercurrent 100 percent, like almost all of them we were just talking about nino kuni too that's what sets off the exactly. story of the president exactly going, we yeah, talked yeah. about fire emblem three houses Metal which Gear. which has mm-hmm. fire emblem three houses 
did we talk about how how beneath the planet of the apes inspired that is no where you had like you had like the the group of evil let's spoil three houses you had the group of evil uh guys underground who like worshiped missiles yeah 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 it's like the same i just oh gosh i love that movie so yeah uh, but it's sad, and it but it is telling, and I think it's an important story to tell over and over again because of how devastating mm-hmm. that sort of thing apparently was. Um, and so, anyway, I, I, I'm not surprised to see a lot of that here. And there's a lot of things w- that is... It works for me because I have the same kind of fears that some Japanese have, and it's... So, like, a lot of their movies, which... Kojima was affected by as a kid, um, the horror films will be water-centric. Like, water will play an element of uh, horror in the movie. Like the classic horror Water World starring Kevin Yes, Foster. that they, Jap- they opened that in Japan, no one saw it. They were afraid of it. Right. Water World, the title, they can't go see that. But no, for real, like, um, they'll, they'll have uh, these movies that are centered around water because Japan is in the middle of the water. They fear tsunamis. They fear earthquakes that will cause like giant waves and destruction. Yeah, and it's not, it's not, so, we don't say fear like quaking in your boots, but no. like it's just in, on, in your psyche. It's in yeah. your background. And when you have something as, as uh, intense as tsunamis or, yeah. um, or nuclear uh, explosions, uh, then that, you know, the idea of your town disappearing yeah. is is terrifying it's so, real yeah so then you have final fantasy 7 and you have majora's mask and you have yeah. all these like cataclysmic storylines and then uh so what i found interesting about that is death stranding also has that in its design so mm. when the bts show up what you see first are i get well I guess you see the BTs, but then they go in the ground and you got this black goo that is sort of like this watery sludge. And that water element is there. You're being pulled down into this dark black water where you would essentially drown and end up on a beach near the water that is just a, uh, like an element of, um, oppression like the water is always like an oppression it's around you but it's not um it's not peaceful right and no, the, uh, the the, the rain like uh yes, can the rain. age and kill you yeah exactly so i like how he how he's merged all this stuff that has been around in old storytelling around japan for a long time and it's it's great it, and it works for me because i am afraid of the ocean i'm afraid of the water so it works for me um so I like this game. Episode three, like we said, was mainly a buildup of how to navigate different terrains. Yep. And Epis- we skipped we skipped over four. Oh, we'll talk about it right now. Okay, good. Episode four is really short. This is why we skipped over it because it's really not technically to me an episode because it was well, just like a boss fight. To me, it was jerking me back in the direction of you need to be afraid because this game is going to hit you with a lot of things you don't yeah. understand and you need to right. be figuring things out. Cause I had lost myself in just sort of exploring the map and yep. building things. And then it's like, Oh, here's a mission where you have a nuclear bomb. So, right. you know, be careful. And I was like, Oh yeah. Dang. And, uh, and I, you are, I think probably more, I would say like sensitive to cringe yeah. Then I am, although I notice it, and, and so like the cringiest character so far in this game is, um, what's her name? Fragile. 
Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. And and I don't mean that in like a totally bad way. It's just like uh, some of her lines are yeah goofy. Yeah, I like her, but you're right. It's yeah. <laughs> it's hard for me to hear some of the lines delivered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I think like one of them that gets pointed out sometimes is when she says I'm fragile, but I'm not fragile yes. or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. It's just like. <laughs> uh, um, but, but I, 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 it, I didn't, it did not take me out of the moment of, oh man, she's got to run through the time right. fall and, and that Hig or that, uh, oh. Higgs guy is, uh, you know, he's a real jerk. Yeah. Um, and, and so I still felt all that in the moment, uh, and the game got serious. It got mysterious again. And then all of a sudden I had like suited up and like got all my stuff for the next mission. And yeah. I walked out, out of that, um, station and then all of a sudden got sucked up into the air like uh like uh Al not alice i don't know i'm it? thinking of wizard of oz but i can't think of dorothy dorothy yes just that's like right. dorothy we are i really thought kojima was gonna call it we're not in kansas anymore or something like that i i'm surprised it wasn't mentioned it was very <laughs> it was very wizard of oz getting yeah. swept up and uh but yeah you land in this war zone it looks like world war ii one. Right? Oh, was it one? I guess it was well, one. Well, I think yeah. based on the tanks and, right. and helmets, I could right. be wrong. I, I, it could be two, and then I just don't know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that part I really liked. Yeah. Uh, it got complaints because it's kind of miserable to play. Yeah, uh, because the game wasn't really built around combat. No. And this is a fully combat-centric yeah. mission. Yeah. And you have to defeat Mads Mikkelsen. I hadn't, you get a gun right before that, but I had yeah. not fired. I right. Was, I, excuse me. I'd use the bullet gun a ton because yeah. that's a blast. But um, yeah, it's just essentially wrapping up your opponent in string. Yep, and it's, yeah. Kicking them on the ground. Right. Uh, to, but, but yeah, I'll, so I had to learn to fight with a gun, which mm. wasn't too hard. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. It, it's like when we played, um, oh, great. Now I started this thought without knowing the title of the game. Do Deus Ex, uh, which one was it? Not the most recent one, but the one before that that was on 360 and PS3. Anyway, I don't remember the title. You could play the entire game stealth, which people like me wanted to do, and then you were forced into gunfights with uh, certain um, villains, uh, boss fights. And there was one in particular that you had to fight with weapons. And for people who play like me, it just ripped you right out of the game because we were doing stealth. And all of a sudden, we had to like go around this maze shooting the guy with a bunch of guns. I hated it. Yeah. Um, I felt the same here because I'm playing this game. Kojima built this entire world where I could go around the BTs if I so chose. Uh, I could pay attention to the signs people are putting up because as a player, if you want to help people out, you could put up a sign that says ghosts are here and i would walk around and get away from it um but there are some times where he forces you into those uh things where you have to go through them and then he does this boss fight where you he forces you to use guns yeah and it was super frustrating well for me so i i i died a couple times i wasn't as frustrated because it was so straightforward like yeah. just kill these guys don't take too much damage if you do back off mm -hmm. Uh, and let your blood fill back up because there's blood bags everywhere. Yeah, there's there's weapons everywhere. Yeah. Um, don't bother using the shotgun because if you're that close, you're dead. Don't bother using the handgun. Yeah. Use the assault rifle yeah. and kill the guys. And um, 
it was cool. What I liked about it though was that the presentation was awesome. Yes, that the was the the cutscenes, which you could, I could see someone not liking them because they're too cryptic. I like them because they look cool. Because Mads Mikkelsen looks he's cool. so good. Yeah. Because I don't know what the heck's going on with yeah. those soldiers, and he's like controlling them. Well, the only other time we saw Mads Mikkelsen is in flashbacks from BB. So BB's right. attached to you. You get the sense that, well, we know from those cutscenes, he's the father of BB. At least that's what we think. And in these cutscenes with BB, he's stealing BB from some hospital or some location. And then all of a sudden we see Mads Mikkelsen rise out of the black goo. He's got these skeleton um, army guys from World War One who are on fire and they're following his orders. Mm-hmm. And they were connected to him like yeah. a baby, like with umbilical the audio, cords. The audio design of that portion was excellent. Yes. Uh, because you hear the whispering of, of, of Mads Mikkelsen's character. Right. We can, we'll call him combat veteran because that's how he's introduced. Yeah. Um, and then uh, just the presentation of being in a war zone that's also like a ghost war zone. So yeah. like it's kind of real, but also not like the whole thing's very ethereal. Uh, they just did a good job of representing that in the audio side of things. Yeah. And um, the fact that you're always, that everything you pick up in this game is represented fully sized on mm-hmm. your character's model, like carried somewhere. Yeah becomes especially absurd when you're fighting. Yeah. Uh, which it takes up the screen. You it, can't it see It takes anything. up the screen. Yeah. And it's... Fu- so I... Like, that to me was a great moment of realization of, like, this is a very weird thing about this game, yeah. that you, that anything you pick up has not just a weight... Uh, you know, with most games, if you pick something up and you have a weight limit, you're just talking about a fraction. And and mm-hmm. the moment you fill up, you're you're over encumbered. But until then, there's no difference to to how your game experience is. Yeah. With this game, everything you pick up changes how you balance. It changes yeah. how how heavy you are, how you uh, move through water, how you move through snow, how you move through a swamp. Like your weight is incredibly important, and yeah. and it, you know everything is represented on your body. And uh, I don't know what I'm... You can't see about. anything. During the fight, it was very apparent. Like, yeah, before the yeah. fight, you could... You could take it for granted. The sky's the limit with all the boxes you were carrying. As yeah. long as you could just maintain your your balance, you were fine. But in this fight, you had you had to see past that. Yeah. And if you were carrying a lot of stuff, no, you couldn't see anything. When this game first came out, <laughs> I, I was just looking at a lot of reactions to it because I wanted to see if I wanted to play it. Yeah. And most of the negative reactions I saw to the game made me want to play the game more uh-huh. because it just seemed so weird. I remember I was watching one... Uh, I won't name the podcast because that's tacky, but mm. uh, this guy said he wasn't going to play the game because it looked so silly to have all that stuff balanced on Sam's that's, back. Yeah, that's a dumb reason. Uh, well, you say that's a dumb reason, <laughs> but we... I think dumb reasons are valid reasons at the same time because ultimately we're talking about entertainment. So yeah, it's if subjective. that triggers him, yeah. then stay away. You know, <laughs> yeah, it, right. I would I would recommend, you know, try and open your mind, but at the same time, who cares? I believe he should be forced to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you were forced to watch Star Wars and that's, that's true. Not really, uh but uh, oh man, that that that's not related. Sorry. Let's to talk about up. the last Jedi because <laughs> I don't think anybody's talked about it. No, no one. Um, but I love it. Please give me, I want to yeah. go to Disneyland. Um, no, I, anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, uh, so the idea Jedi. of him and the flip side of it is for me seeing the character with a huge stack of stuff uh. 
made me think, oh man, I've always jokingly talked about what would it be like if you had to actually carry everything you were carrying yeah. in a video game inventory. And here he made a game where you're doing that. Yeah. And that's funny to me. That's goofy. So yeah, I actually started carrying less. So right when I played these game, these type of games where you have an inventory and you're actively managing it, I wanted to make sure that I had everything because yeah. you never know if you needed a lockpick. And you I never... started that way with this game. Yes, that's exactly. That totally changed. Right. Yeah. yeah. I stopped carrying so much because I was like, you know what? I'm actually not using a gun. Yeah. So I'm not going to carry the assault rifle. Right. I'm actually not using 17 blood bags. If I get to a point where I need a gun, I'll run away and get one. Go get it. Yeah. yeah. There's always something close by. The online community has been amazing where if I need to go to a... Okay, this is a situation just happened where an episode... I guess it's five. Yeah. Um, I needed to... Yeah. Okay, so mama. speaking of mama, she has a twin sister. Twin sister doesn't want to connect to the network. Right. So you That's have where to... I am, by the way. I just met her. Okay. Yeah. So you're forced to go back to talk to mama because they think mama will bring, will change the twin sister's mind. Mm -hmm. But you cannot fast travel because twin sister is not connected to the network. So you are forced to travel all the way back, either on foot, because you can't get a bike or anything. You're not connected to the network. You can't fabricate anything at the twin sister's terminal. So because of the online community being so great, most people, you probably have it in your game, someone built a uh, station where you can go, what do they call it? A home station? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those home bases. like Home bases. Yeah. Talk about that because I want to talk about those too. So the online community, they hit that problem. They solve it for you. Someone built a home base that was feet away it was didn't take me long at all right to walk over there. to where the chiral network was still yes actually, yeah it didn't take long i got there then you can fast travel where uh mama is and it made it so much more pleasant because when that when that hit and i knew it wasn't connected to the network i was pissed off at the twin sister and i was like <laughs> i can't believe i have to fucking walk this far to just go like i hate backtracking in games so talk about getting triggered for moments. Yeah. This moment triggered yeah, yeah, the yeah. fuck out of me. And then I looked at my map, and there was a home base from some crazy username, and I went over there and fast traveled, and it was fine. So I love the online community. You have to connect to it. Um, I feel like people are actually helping me out. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I've enjoyed that aspect too. Um, some of it's kind of fun. Like if you like a... a if you take an like a trike and like it 65 times, <laughs> it will definitely be 69 likes the next time yeah. you get to the trike. Yeah. Every every single time I've done that. But the home bases I wasn't using and I was like why are people spending so much resources to build these? Yeah. Um because I I just didn't have much of a reason to use them until the landscape became so littered with vehicles. Yeah. that I started using them as garages. Yeah. And uh, I really like that. So now I have just level three trucks all over the place. Sure. And yeah. talking about the tediousness, tedium of the game, tedium, is that the correct way? Uh, yes. Not tediousness? Tediousness also is a word. Okay, good. Tedium would be just better. It would be better. Better? Shorter. Right. Yeah. Well, you say tedium. I'll say tediousness. Go for it. The tediousness of this game 
I said I said in Discord to you, I said this fucking this game is fucking tedious because I learned that I was playing it I'm not playing it wrong, but I had in my mind the wrong way of the mechanics. I had the mechanics wrong. So you go to a terminal, you could store something in your private locker. I thought your private locker was accessible from anywhere. Yeah. From any terminal. It's yeah. not. No. But that but see, <laughs> but that would break immersion because the whole point is that the whole reason you exist is that you have to deliver things right. from place to place. There's no the chiral network doesn't actually bring people together. Yeah. It brings projections of people yeah. together. Yeah. How good is that? Yeah. I mean, my, my, we've learned from Mama that it, there may be and from Hi, from uh not Higgs. The doctor, Hartman. Hartman, yeah. We've Heartman. learned uh, that, you know, there are some negative effects happening because of the chiral network. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that w I could see you thinking, this is a video game. Yeah. Of course, you know, there's gonna they're going to let me access it. Nope. Yeah. You fast travel, you got nothing. No. I. So, yeah. So, if you go to a private terminal and you put stuff in the private um, locker... It is at that terminal. You have to go back to that terminal to get it out. Yeah. So that's I don't know works. where I that's put stuff. That's how it works at Disney World, dude. How do I, how do I find my stuff? Is there any way, or am I just like? Oh, good question. I don't know. There can't find it. So like, I know that from the map you can see how much resources are at each station. Yeah. You can see how much metal, ceramics, chemicals, etc., are at each station. Yeah. I don't know if there's a way to look and see what you've stored. Yeah. But typically, what I the things that I store are skeletons because mm -hmm. i want to switch skeletons so sure. i'll go ahead and just store the one i'm wearing where i'm at mm. and if i need to make a new one i will if like if not i won't I, I so before i make something big like a um what are those they're essentially like floating dollies oh it's like a yeah i know what you're talking about it's yeah. like a floating cargo holder yeah a floating platform you that you put things on that's it if i want to make one of those um i always check the private and shared locker to okay. see if there is one because people are nice they'll put yep. stuff you need in those shared lockers too and resources by the way mm -hmm. um and uh so i always check those first and i store stuff in the private locker so much that i'll be like oh i stored a skeleton here a long time ago yeah um have you tried snowboarding on the no you can get a snowboard oh dude wait a second are you talking about the platform that you the build floating platform thing you can ride it around i on never the... built one you can get on it oh i'm sorry i spoiled that for well, you. i would have never thought about it i wasn't even going to build one well, now i will well yes and and i prefer to use trucks to move things around wow. rather than the thing but there are times where it makes more sense to use mm -hmm. one of those and yes, indeed, if you are on a mountain, if you if you're in any sort of situation where there's where there's a slope, uh, you can jump on it and ride it, and it's That's really amazing. good. The physics are good. Yeah, it was nice. It was oh. like a Breath of the Wild moment yeah. where, where I got on the shield. He's okay. So he's taken things that he loves about games. He put them in here. He taken he's taken things from movies. The other th yeah, uh, we learned about um. What was that thing we were just talking about? So he took that from Breath of the Wild. Maybe not. You know, the snowboarding. People like right. snowboarding. Right. But he um, took it from SSX three. <laughs> what was the movie specifically? With, <laughs> what was the movie with Jodie Foster where it was like an alien technology that we learned and we built this huge thing and uh, they traveled through it, but it just the the ship that they built to go through this thing that they 
Does this make sense at no, all? No, I'm not. No, I don't know the movie. Oh, my God. Okay, so Jodie Foster's in it. Stargate? She's a scientist. No, it's not Stargate. <laughs> but they build like a Stargate kind of thing. It's in the ocean, and Ooh. they want to... It's like a ring, and they drop through it, and they thought it yeah. was going to be a portal. It's called Abyss? No. And they Man, drop through no, it. you got me. And so after they drop through it, they check her audio recording... And all that you see is that the ship goes through the ring and lands in the water, and that's it. It's like instantaneous. But the audio recording has like static for 24 hours or something. So that reminded me of this. That happens in this game where in episode four, we get pulled into that tornado Dorothy style, and no one believes you because you were only gone for a few seconds. And uh, to you, you were gone for hours. Right. And so then they play. And there your, was the recording. There was the recording. It yeah. was exactly just that movie. You can guess that that was uh, from that. Yeah, because you know? it was so, so, so similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I like that a lot. Um, is that good commentary? I like that a lot. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm here for. Okay. Good. <laughs> so so far we had episode three, just terrain management. Episode four, boss fight. Episode five, we meet Mama. We we see that she has a twin sister that. <laughs> I guess Kojima thinks twins have the same voice. Well, <laughs> I, so I've known twins who sound very similar. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, identical twins, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right. Not not necessarily the same same, but... Oh, if you like have the two, girls in The Shining. If you have two people who have the same DNA, yeah, they'll probably sound pretty similar. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, they're vocal. Everything's built the same. They got the same throats. Yeah. That's how that works. Yeah. Voice box in there. They're it's both the same. They, you know, they both have dooms. <laughs> same she. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they. I mean, they kind of do because we see all the stories about twins, how they know that one was in an accident. Yes. You know. Yes. So yes. they do have dooms. Yeah, he uses a lot of uh, folkloric stuff, and that's I one of them. Think Death Stranding's gonna happen? What do you think? Do I think this is really gonna happen in real life? Yes, yeah. I do, and um, I frankly I can't wait. Now, I might be the one of the ones who just gets wiped out. And I'm willing to accept that. Yeah. Um, but something is very cozy about this post-apocalypse, and and that could change because, of course, we're only we're maybe not even halfway through this game. Yeah. Uh, probably a little bit more than halfway. Yeah. If I was going to guess. We're going back to an easier time where we are just essentially bartering. By you're the one who's a porter. You know, you're going to have to change your name to porter. We're going back Done. to names that are telling people what we do um so you're a porter now that's your last name and uh if you take something to someone they give you what you need what's that book the pilgrim's progress that's what this reminds me of yes. the naming conventions in this in this game are very uh allegorical yeah people <laughs> i had a problem with the name thing but mm-hmm. i mean it is it's that's an established, how it was yeah it's a thing <laughs> it's a thing but yeah. uh I, and I think it's just funny. Like, yeah. Die Hard Man is just a funny name to me. So why is he named Die Hard Man? I don't know is yet. He dead? But that guy definitely... Um, so I haven't been spoiled too bad on this game because I usually will look away. Okay. Uh, I just know that that guy is, factors heavily into the into the late game. Something's going on. He has a yeah. similar mask to Higgs. Yeah. So I oh, feel like interesting. something's going on. I mean, based on me thinking Kojima is not very subtle... I automatically right. assume Higgs and Die Hard Man are. Well, you played together. Metal Gear Solid four and five. 
I played a, enough of five. I did finish four, and I finished two, okay. and I finished the first one. So, like, you're familiar with how off the wall and meta these stories can yeah. get. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty much anticipating that. You know, some of it. I am. I like the world, so I'm sold on it, and I don't want too much of it to just be meta commentary. But I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just expecting a lot of it anyway. I had a an experience the other night when I was going to sleep. All I could think about was Death Stranding, and I just, I know nothing backs this up. I don't even think it's possible. But I had this idea where uh, Sam is technically the only one in this world. And all the BTs were dead Sams. So like, if but actual people die. Like if you're playing this game, you're online, you die. Wherever you died in that area, BTs are in a game in the game for someone else. Okay. So like, and I know this is not going to make any that's sense. That's not the case, right? I don't think so. I don't think but that's But this is not... what I had the thought. Oh, okay. I was this like, is just an idea you had. Yeah. Okay. So if no one was playing the game, would we be experiencing BTs? And that's what I was thinking. But... In the lore of the game, well, it BTs, can't be right. So BTs are being like, they're being like, uh, I don't know, agitated by this network expansion. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So like if we weren't playing the game and we weren't building this mm-hmm. network, I have, I have would they be in there? sort of off-topic questions for you. Do you have any favorite um, station, like, you know, the, the people who greet you, essentially, uh-huh. yeah. the NPCs. Do you have any favorites of those? Any <laughs> least favorites? I have some least favorites, yeah, so that's a good topic. <laughs> okay. All right. This would be a good segment if we had, um, what would you call that? Uh, favorite, what do you call those people? Uh, I just said NPCs, managers? but yeah, I don't know what you call them. They're, they're, the, like, they're the little Animal Crossing characters that you make deliveries to. That's right. They are, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. This is Animal Crossing. Dude, I, so I said that, <laughs> and then I started seeing it elsewhere, and it's not... I wasn't upset because it's clearly Animal Crossing. Yeah. Death Stranding is an Animal Crossing game. Uh-huh. When, when Kojima said that he was trying to make the first Stranding genre game, uh-huh. he missed it, man. Yeah. Animal Crossing is the first Stranding You're genre right. game in it every is. way. Now, there could be some things that change later in the game uh that uh that make me change my understanding of what a stranded genre <laughs> game is yeah. but the idea of like uh of of slowly growing a network and community and building relationships with npcs mm-hmm. and having little deliveries and items like yeah, it's that's all animal, been done it's that's all been crossing. done you're right stardew yeah. valley is like that yeah yeah and you're left up to well yes it is Yes, it is. But I think this is closer to AC because... Oh, sure. And I don't mean Assassin's Creed. When I say AC, I <laughs> yeah. always mean Animal Crossing. Yeah. No, but it's closer to that because you are, you're building up relationships. You do that in Stardew. But it's basically with deliveries. Yeah. Like, that's the, that's the bulk right. of what you're doing. Yeah. And then um, a lot of it's optional. Mm-hmm. And, like, they each have their own little house. <laughs> like yeah. in the, in the And the whole... Uh, your whole approach to how you advance in the game is open and right yeah, yeah. and although animal crossing is inc- entirely open ended in terms of you don't have to do anything right. with death stranding uh it's an open it's open ended in in terms of what you do how much you do yeah what order you do things a lot of the time other than the story obviously and so uh yeah per schneider from IGN uh who is like one of their OGs there and uh-huh. he's a good he's he's great he's but, a good He's a good, mm-hmm. and uh, he on their Nintendo podcast was enjoying Death Stranding, and okay. he just briefly mentioned that um, Animal Crossing was the first. That's good. Stranding yeah. genre game. That is I, funny. I appreciated that. 
Yeah. No. Okay. So my favorite. I don't know if I have a favorite. I definitely didn't really like Conan O'Brien in it. Like I don't like. I didn't like his delivery. I didn't like what he was saying. It didn't make me laugh. But uh, I like what right. you get because he gives yeah. you an otter uh, hood, gives you an otter mask or something, so Is you can he handle. Called the cosplayer. Yes. Okay, so like he, and then he has his like girlfriend there. I think the girlfriend is actually the cosplayer. Right. And so, they, but yeah. they, they, I think they might split up at some point, but, oh, okay. Or they, they go to different destinations, but I really liked her. Yeah. And then his character was basically him. Right. That's no, why I didn't like it. <laughs> he's called the Wandering MC. Oh. And he desperately wants to make you laugh and can't just but that just like real life just like real life no i i've been a conan fan forever you you no i actually do like conan okay okay. but i don't think he's funny anymore i don't think okay (laughs) we could let's let's change the topic to conan (laughs) where i think he's still funny but he does do he is desperate for wanting to make people laugh i think post nbc fiasco he hasn't been as funny dude I do like his podcast where he's interviewing people, yeah. but I actually find myself fast forwarding past the beginning to get to the interview, True. and I he, don't listen to the end. He when does the guest say the same things a lot, but no, he, it, dude, the Tonight Show was so good when it was. His. Oh yeah, oh, I was no, so sad to see that go. That was so I, funny. I think, I think there was a, a rupture, that happened my, in his my, brain. Yeah, mm. and I just he's not the same, but he is enjoyable. Right. Okay. I I'm I'm still a fan, but I, yeah. I I think I follow you. Uh, but like the Wanderings MC in the game is very much that like I'm yeah. desperate to make you laugh, but I'm not yeah. I'm not doing it. And you're right. Sam Porter Bridges, so you don't laugh at shit. Um, yeah. And I don't think Conan wrote his own lines. I think Kojima wrote that stuff, and then yeah. Conan had to deliver right. But someone I'm, else's. I'm lines. saying it's appropriate yeah. though. I think he's well represented right. in the game because he, that is sort of who he is to the core. Is yeah. he he needs to make people laugh to feel validated. He right. talks about that on the podcast. So the fact yes. that Conan is in this game, we talked a little bit about the fourth wall breaking, how like yeah. there's an advertisement for a ride on AMC. Oh I, yeah. And I think even, even like Norman Reedus, uh, and I'm going to say Norman instead of Sam, that. because at one point, like when you're driving around on the trike, he'll, he'll mention ride. Oh, does he really? Yeah. Oh my God. I think it's funny. I, didn't see that. I think it's funny. <laughs> it, it makes me laugh every time. I, yeah. it doesn't necessarily take me out of the game because it's so blatant yeah. that it's like, Oh, that's just like Kojima being Kojima. Mm. And maybe I'm, maybe that I'm just like hoodwinked in, in, yeah. in terms of that. But, um, I don't know. I, I like that. I, I, I like Conan's involvement. It just made me smile. You said there was something... Okay, we'll get to our list of favorite or uh, unfavorite. Oh, yeah, you uh, said... So that was one of your unfavorites. Were there others you I wanted to mention? A couple of... I have a fa- I have <laughs> one that is... Two that are uh, related that are technically favorite and unfavorite because you know, it was intentional for Kojima to make you feel this way. But um, so there's the uh, junk... Who's junk dealer. Junk dealer sure. and the chiral artist? Yes. Okay. So the junk dealer was a boyfriend. Okay, first of all, this was all messed up in my head where I thought the junk dealer was her dad. And I was like, she seems too old. He seems too young. And then when they wanted to be together, I was like, this cannot be a father-daughter situation. Then they get married. So I'm like, okay, so they're boyfriend, girlfriend. So... You meet the junk dealer. He's the boyfriend of this girl. The girl thinks he's dead. 
they both find out that they each other are alive, you have to carry a live person, which is the Kyra artist, to go see her boyfriend, and she wants to live with him. So you're carrying, you can only carry her. Right. You have to put down everything. You only carry her. And it's, when I went through it, I don't know if you went through it this way, I had to deal with Timefall. I had to deal with a couple of BTs. Right. Um, so it was it was very, it was in, an engaging experience. It was frustrating in the good way. And it was uh, nerve wracking in a good way. And then suddenly um, you get an email saying from the junk dealer that marriage isn't everything he thought it would be. Yep. And you're like, holy shit, just fix it because I carried her to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then um, then she sends an email to you saying that marriage wasn't everything she thought it would be. And she was going to leave him and go back to her mom. And I was like, holy shit, don't make me come get you. Oh, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't. No, no. But you were invested. I was invested. Nice. That's why I nice. liked it. Yeah. And it was an engaging story element that doesn't play into the overall no, no. ending of the yeah. game. Well, we think. That we think. Yeah, yeah. But that's cool. I, I, I like that part because, yeah. uh, well, the mission was a breath of fresh air because it wasn't fetch this from the right. mules. It wasn't take this to here. It wasn't, yeah. you know, it was... It was a new type of mission, and so I, I appreciated that. And I liked... I've been reading all the emails and stuff, so yeah, I, I liked keeping up with their story. And the fact that it was set up like the classic... My parent doesn't approve of yeah. our forbidden love, but right. we're gonna ma- we're gonna get together, and it's gonna be wonderful and great. We're gonna live happily ever after. Um, fell apart. Yeah, it fell apart, and the mom was right. Like, and, and and like all the people you're bringing together with chiral projection and how wonderful it is and then you actually bring physically someone to another place Mm -hmm. and they're like i don't like this person yeah uh i i appreciate i liked that i I was appreciated for years the girl thought he was dead because her mother did not approve of the boy she knew something that the mother yeah the the mom actually knew better actually so that station is called the chiral artist where her mom is yeah and i like the mom yeah i think she's good um some characters that I liked, uh, the musician in the first area was pretty cool. Yeah, I want to. I want to see them. Yeah, uh, Victor, the brother of Igor. Who, oh, the one who noticed that you were carrying the skeleton figure. Yes. Yeah, that was cool. Victor's awesome. Yeah. I, I and all his subsequent emails are really good. Um, I like. I mean, I like most of the little characters. Uh, there's a guy called the collector. Have you run into him? He's, I think so. His, a lot of his like deliverable materials are like a PSP or a oh, PlayStation. I didn't notice that. I kind of like Is he that. the one that has, when you first get there, does he have the junk outside that you have to go throw away in the lake for him? No, that That's is the, the junk, junk dealer. Oh, the, oh yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. I did not throw those away. I haven't done that yet. Okay. I picked him up thinking that I could just have that stuff and put it I in my I picked them up and locker. tried to spray them, but it didn't yeah, work. <laughs> it did not work, no. And so. Uh, yeah, so I put them down right in front of his place. Then I read the email that asked to throw them away in the lake, but I haven't done it. Um, and then Jeff Keeley's character. Did you meet him? Yeah. Okay, what, did, what does he give you? Because I didn't see that character. He, is, he gives you a little Ludens figure, mm-hmm. uh, but he's, he's in the first area. Where do you put the Ludens? Can you put it on your backpack? Um, I don't know. Like as a trinket? I, I don't remember. I actually don't remember. Because you can make a, uh, what do you call those things for babies where they hang in f- like above their bed to calm them yes. down? 
um, you can make one of those and put it on the backpack for a BB. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, so I did that. It's supposed to calm them down a little bit. And I don't know how much it Which, worked. But by the way, that's what the harmonica does. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, go. anything to calm down BB. You find yourself in situations where BB, you can tell he's making a noise yeah. that he's not happy. You and know what BB loves? What? The speed skeleton. Really? Yeah. You if you're just fun? like running around and you do a cool jump, he'll so be laugh. like, you'll get likes from him and oh, he'll start laughing. Awesome. That's Sick. great. I love it. And anytime oh. you go on a on a uh, zip line, he he digs that. Oh, I bet he does. Yeah, BBs are cool. Did you do you rock the controller or do you use the buttons? Uh, I rock. I I rock any. I so I like down. motion controls. I thought Wii was a cool system. Yeah. Uh, so I I do that. I do that yeah. stuff. Okay. And uh, I have the I have BB the cries coming out of the con- the controller. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'll rock it, and I'll do I'll do the rock. You can really, if you really shake it, he'll shake oh, it on screen. Yeah, you do that. Oh my gosh, it, you can really make him mad doing that. Um, I, I didn't think that. if you do it enough, yeah, it makes him. Have mad. you had some of the like some of the cutscenes when you're in your safe house will randomly be different? Have you ever noticed that? No, I skip all of them though. Okay, you skip in the them safe all. house. Okay, so can I tell you about one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and some of them are visions that Sam is having. Wait a sec. Okay, well, every time I leave the safe house, not every time, but s- sometimes when I leave the safe house, there's a uh, vision of BB's dad, Mads Mickelson. Is yes. that what you're talking about? No. So have you you know how you can go check on BB? Oh, I don't do it. Okay. So you can check <laughs> on BB, and um, it's, uh, it's basically a pointless animation, so I can right. see why you would uh, avoid that. But um, sometimes when you do it, um, Sam has a kind of like a daydream okay and the first time i saw it i didn't know that it was a daydream Uh i'm sorry that i'm spoiling this for you i don't care yeah it's it'll make me want to do it when it happened for me the first time i was not expecting it Mm. so it was like the game was still surprising me okay and um so i went over tapped on the little baby and then he knocked back. And I was like, oh, oh that's a new animation. Yeah. And so Sam like taps a little harder. The baby knocks back harder. And he starts like punching the, the thing. <laughs> and it's very cute. Yeah. But then the baby headbutts oh, it. Oh, no. And he headbutts it harder. Oh. And, he, and he headbutts it harder. And Sam is like freaking Jesus. out. And he's backing up. And then he headbutts it and the breaks out. And, 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 you, f- and you just snap out of it. Because oh it was God. all a dream. Oh, Jesus Christ. But, uh, yeah. That would be crazy. Spoiled the entire game for you. Yeah. I don't think I'll play it anymore. Um, but that's the kind of thing that would probably just bother you. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you would be genuinely disturbed. I was disturbed, but at the same time, I was, like, appreciating what the game was doing to me. Last time I had that feeling, I was playing Darkest Dungeon, which is a game you probably don't plan on completing anytime soon. I probably will not complete that game. And in that game, you play for a very long time to get to the Darkest Dungeon, Mm -hmm. And once you get, you have to go into the darkest dungeon a number of times to complete a number of missions to beat the game. There is a darkest dungeon. Yes. Okay, I didn't and know And it is the hardest part of the game. Mm-hmm. It's the most disturbing part of the game, the craziest monsters. And when you go there, your heroes, when they come back, they can't ever go back in. Oh, wow. So you have to continually oh. use new heroes to go in there. And because they're too, they're scarred. They yeah. just can't. No, that's cool. I like that, but I also would hate that. You'd yeah. like and hate that. Yeah. yeah. I love that game for all the restrictions it puts yeah. on you and it forces you into, you know, tough choices. But what happens the first time you go in, in your menus, as you're preparing for your next trip, wherever you're, you, whatever dungeon you go into, uh, as you're preparing, randomly little character icons will change into monsters. Oh. And then they'll change back. Oh, no. And I'm like, what, what just, 
what happened? And then I'm like in a menu for uh, some other, like the store where you buy trinkets and the uh, and the guy's there and he'll just change into a monster really quick, like oh. some sort of a horrible, uh, what is it, Lovecraftian. That's after the first time you went to the Darkest Dungeon. Yeah, so once you go to the Darkest Dungeon uh. and each time you go in, more like crazy stuff starts happening just in your menus. Yeah. And this was like 60 hours into my first run that it started doing this and I, I just like that kind of thing. Yeah. Because it takes the experience of playing the game really seriously, and yeah, yeah. that's cool. I uh, like that. I'll, I'll I'll not spoil any more of those in Death Stranding because there's a no. couple other random like where it's a it's it's a cutscene that you've seen before, but yeah. this time it's some disturbing version okay. of it. Well, so. I mean, so the only reason I don't do that specific one with the ba- with BB is I remember going and checking on it and nothing happened. So I was like, okay, every time I do it, he's just going to yes. go look at it and then he backs away. Yeah. I was so checking I would on never it do each it time I got into the safe house just yeah. because I was like, I want to check on BB. Yeah. You know, but it really didn't do anything. That kind of thing for me, it's if I'm not... For other players, it works because you don't need that reward every single time. For me, when I play a game, if if I'm to learn to do something... The very first time I do it, there needs to be a little bit of a reward for me to want to do it again. Yeah. So no, like it, going to check on BB, nothing happened, so I didn't sense. get rewarded. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it makes sense. Yeah. I, I think that I was still in role play. I like to role play when I sure. play video games, so I was still being Sam and still yeah. like wanting to know how this baby was doing. Yeah. I like that you establish a pretty a pretty decent bond with the baby in terms of like you find out what it likes. Yeah. And you are in situations where you have to soothe it and check on it a lot of times before uh, you get to the chapter four where um, the combat veteran is trying to rip it from you. Yeah. You know, that actually feels like this threatening, scary thing. But at the same time, I'm fully um, interested in why he's doing this. So we've seen that, that character Mads Mikkelsen is supposed to be the dad. This is just a question I have on episode four, which is that boss fight with the combat veteran. And it makes me question if that really is Mads Mikkelsen. So like, I have nothing to go on this other than the fact that BB is giving you visions of this man who is supposed to be his dad. Then you see him as the combat veteran, but BB isn't reacting to combat veteran. Wouldn't BB react? He's seen this man that's supposed to be his dad. You would think it would have good feelings toward it so, for the things we know so far. He has no reaction to it. So it makes me think that whatever this thing is, the combat veteran took the form of Mads Mikkelsen because that was in the head of Sam Bridges. Okay. So yeah. it might not actually be Sam, Mads Sam Mikkelsen. Sam has got these uh, visions from the memory of BB. Right. Yeah, I don't know. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Well, uh, we we find out. I, I really enjoy talking about this game very slow. We're yeah. obnoxiously slow. We've we've only we've done very little of the game compared to what we could have done so far, sure. especially me. Uh, and so you know, it's a, I think it's a fun discussion. What, yeah, I think so. What, and yeah, we've gotten through a quarter, not even a quarter of episode five. I don't know how long episode five is. I don't even know if episode three is the longest. I felt like. So far, it definitely has been the longest, um, but I don't know how long five is, and I think there are six total. Is it just six and oh, it's no. the end of the game? No, no, no. There are more episodes. Okay. I'm, I'm fairly sure it goes to like 10 or something okay, like that. Okay, that's yeah. well, that's good. So we'll have a good 
conversation, a good uh, few podcasts of Death Stranding. Yeah. And then uh, after Death Stranding, we'll go to Nino Kuni or you know whatever Whatever's we feel next. like we need to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so recap episode three terrain management just finding all the different terrains getting to the next area then we throw a nuclear bomb in the lake then we go to uh episode four boss fight with the combat veteran that looks like mads mickelson i'm not quite sure if it's mad mads mickelson yet because of what i just said but we'll find out well you can't be sure of anything exactly that's the thing entire game um because we're finding it out as we go uh it's not one of those uh, movies or video games where the player knows the information before the character. We are finding out as the character finds out, too. Um, and I would say the character knows more information than we do because he was there for the Death Stranding. We weren't, so they're like right. explaining. Anyway, episode five, so far we've met Mama that has her own BT baby. I'm still building roads, baby. And she's got a twin sister that hates the chiral network because the chiral network is aptly named chiral network and it's bringing more chiral infection yes as we expand the network which is yeah you know and i i appreciate that each station you visit has a different stance on the chiral network and bridges yeah and fragile yeah and you know so you get to see different viewpoints and really uh some of them that are against it make a lot of sense. Like I think Elder is a really cool one, yep. and I'm like I dig him because he has a cool backstory. Um, but he was against the Chiral Network at first, and you just win him over, and that feels good. It actually sure. feels better when that's the case. Yeah. So yeah, it feels like, and I just thought about this because preppers—that's what they're called, preppers. In this right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so the Chiral Network, we find out that by expanding it we are causing some trouble, causing more chiral infection or chiral events to happen that we don't even know if another uh, death stranding will happen because of expanding the network. So we're taking a risk. But we think that the overall good of bringing everyone together is a good thing. Mm -hmm. We look, but you look at, uh, is this commentary on social media? How social media has brought everyone together. And a lot of us see it as, well, it's made it easier for me to talk to my mom and my dad and show them videos and talk to them online with Isla when I couldn't have done that before social media. But it's also Big created, butt. yeah, like capital B-U-T, <laughs> T. Um, it's caused this rift with everyone yeah. where now we can complain about everything and every, anything and it makes us find uh, like-minded people and we can create cults or we can create uh, violent um, sects of groups and act. we'll have more reason to act because they're backing us up easier on social media. So, like, yeah, it's, it's caused starting, good and bad. It's starting to be a story more about the dangers of of that sort of thing. Which is, yeah. Which it's, is interesting. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, the reason why I started taking it so slow is precisely because the the story got so good i didn't want to slip into finishing the story mm. and missing out on a lot of the what would be very fairly described as tedious stuff because right your tedious is is in this case it's my it's my fun even though sometimes it does feel a little tedious for me too to build roads and to to do similar missions sure. over and over again yeah, yeah. i just enjoy the experience and i've been like i think i already told you like i was 
through the long stretches of the game where there isn't music in the game, yeah. I'm listening to my own music. Okay. I got my I got some Enya. Oh. You know, I got yeah. some Enya That's going. That's a good one. Orinoco Flow. You know, you should put together a Death Stranding oh, playlist because I would listen to that. Yeah. Oh. I don't listen to any music, but if so, you created a playlist, I'll listen to it. And then I was I was doing a lot of trucking because yeah. I, I was building the roads out, and so I was spending a lot of time on the okay. roads. And then I was like, I got this song by Sturgill Simpson called Long White Line, and it's about being a trucker. Okay. And I was like, this is very appropriate. I'm going to put this on there. Okay. So, yes, I will I will create. <laughs> I already got What If I Stumble. Yeah. I think that's that should be on our list. But yeah. yeah, let's build let's build if you have any to add to Sure. Let's build a playlist of thematically appropriate and yeah. sonically appropriate songs for traveling throughout Death Stranding. I think that might be kind of fun. Sonic like Sonic? Like Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, what I'm saying is <laughs> pick out your favorite Sonic the Hedgehog songs. Okay, got it. Uh Sonic two and three have great soundtracks. Yeah. Well they all they all do. All right. And we'll make a Sonic yeah, that's that's what I meant. Okay, that's what you meant. Okay, you were using the word in a different. You were using it in its correct form. I was. I I sort of just meant like. Got it. I wouldn't listen to. I don't know. It's just something. Maybe punk. I don't. Okay. I don't know. You I know, got they're, you. They're just in terms of your action. Yeah. What you're doing, like the stuff he chose, like so a lot of the low roar songs that mm-hmm. play while while during certain parts are very appropriately selected. Sure. I thought um, that band's. Sound is uh, so laid back and smooth. Right. I think the sound sounds good. I think some of the lyrics don't fit. Could from be. what yeah. I from what I've True. listened to, but I don't think he knows that necessarily. What? Necessarily, maybe maybe not, and maybe <laughs> maybe it's just not super well connected. Right. But uh, I will say that the pop there's a pop playlist. There's a playlist of pop songs that are related to this game. Mm-hmm. On Spotify and on YouTube, and it, it's a lot of good music. It's okay. like, it's like Khalid, Khalid. Uh, I think oh, it's yeah. how you, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, uh, Khalid, churches. Um, yeah, Roar. even churches is on the actual yeah. uh, soundtrack so, or something. So I, I do love the music that's yeah. in this game. I think I think Kojima has good taste in music, and yeah. I think he has good taste in movies. But I just I like yeah. popcorn type movies. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So well, let's make that playlist. That sounds fun. Did you see his speaking of his movies? Did you see his top five list of the year? No. They're all foreign films, which I want to see, and they look really good. And I don't know the titles, but uh, one of them was The Irishman. Uh, so he likes The Irishman. I have not seen it yet. I want to see that. I want to see Uncut Gems. I do want to see. Everyone that. says it's good. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's. This episode of Death Stranding, the video game club, <laughs> Disagreeers Club. Disagreeers. <laughs> hey, listen. This is this is Disagreeers Club, the video game club. Uh, what's it? It's like a book club for video games. Yeah. But so that's Disagreeers. It's the Disagreeers Video Game Club. I think is what we that's, landed on. That's right. Yeah, yep. a club of two. That's right. Yeah. And we're you know searching for more. Uh, can't add any more microphones, but you can feel like you're in it. Join the discussion. Um, I don't know where we can do that. We could do it on Discord. We could create a video game. Uh, God, I did it again. Disagreeers, Disagreeers Video Game Club on Discord. You could join yeah. it, and we can all d- discuss Death Stranding, Nino Kuni, any game. We yeah. can create any channel. If there becomes a demand, that yeah. would be fun. We'll do it. Until um, then, we'll just gab ourselves. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so next... We will finish episode five. We will discuss episode six, 
And depending on how fast six is and seven, maybe we'll do five, six, and seven on the next podcast. I'll probably play this game more in just because I have this holiday break yep. and uh, and I'm looking forward to talking more about it. I'd slowed down to let you catch up, and you did. And also, <laughs> I was just like wandering around the map. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that'll be fun. I think I'm gonna stream. Uh, Ooh. My I, I I got all my equipment set up. I got a green screen, got the light and everything. I stopped streaming because. I had some projects going on, and um, but now I don't have those projects, and I have a lighter load, so I feel like I can stream at night. Do it. And I want to just stream and be chill and take in the game with others as I'm playing it. So uh, it's all yeah. about being connected. I want to stream Slay the Spire and let people yeah. backseat and teach me things. Yeah. Oh, did you watch when I did that and there were people teaching me how to play the game no no but i I'd imagine helped. they do yeah and they help you out yeah. uh i love slay the spire slay the that's not what we're talking about but it's were so you fun. playing it on switch or are you playing it on pc i'm playing it on game pass okay yeah PC, it's good yeah. i mean i haven't played no i did play it on switch a little bit uh it handles on handles well on there the too. second i'm like on some trip somewhere yeah. and i and i'm gonna buy it like yeah, it's, it's it's like it's great i love so this is <laughs> we thought this was the no, end no, of the podcast the very end of the podcast i'm going to tell you why like <laughs> slay the spire there was a uh i, I watched ign's in, nintendo podcast yeah and i listened to it and one of the hosts there casey she really loves the game but she mm -hmm. also loves pokemon That's and okay. i'm like that the the decision tree associated with slay the spire is incredibly complex maybe not as complex as pokemon's pokemon's has one of the most Pokemons. Pokemons. Po Pokemons yeah, has one of the most complex decision trees of any video game ever. Yeah. Uh, but like Slay the Spires is so fun because you're building a deck and you're constantly making ever after every battle, you're making decisions on how to further build yeah. your deck and reduce your deck and build and reduce and yeah. build and reduce and upgrade. And uh, I just love it. It's fun. Yeah, it is really good. Yeah. Um, Dicey Dun Dungeons has that same kind of feel. I know I'm going to love that. It's so I, I, I hope they already. put it on Switch because yeah. that it would be a perfect travel. Be a good game. fit. Yeah. Um, anyway, so thanks for listening to the video. Oh my God! Thanks for listening to the Disagreeers Video Game Club. There we go. I got it. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, and we will see you in two weeks. This time it was three, but next time it'll be two. So thanks for listening. See you later. Bye.